and welcome back to Becoming the Best You with me, Danielle. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. So I am actually recording in my bedroom in Australia at the moment. So I've got the microphone set up on some pillows. Um, There's also like, I can hear a lot of cars outside and I've got the aircon on. So if it's a little bit noisy in the background, please bear with me. I am sorry. Um, I hope you guys have had a good week. My week, it's been a roller coaster. It was my first full week in Brisbane. Um, I will be honest, I've not been snooze free. I haven't really been exercising. It's been a lot to be away from home as well. Like I'm obviously, I'm like nine hours, or is it? Yeah, nine hours time difference from home. So trying to speak to like my loved ones back at home and then just being in a completely different environment. I'm also adjusting to living with someone. There's a girl from my work, my colleague. I'm really grateful that I am here with her, to be honest. Um, but yeah, living with someone from going to living on my own, it's quite a lot to adjust to and it's just very different over here. But I'm definitely, I was making a real conscious effort this week to make sure that I just bring myself back to the present moment and don't think too far ahead and just really enjoy the time when I'm here. And I'm really sure it'll go quick. And I think the homesickness obviously is settled a lot, to be honest. And I've had the best weekend. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna make sure that next week I get up and leave my room in the morning. We've got a balcony. So I'm gonna go on the balcony and make sure that I I'm up when my alarm goes off and I read and I meditate and I journal because those things really do make me feel good and I also definitely want to add exercise in to the mix because I think that that really helps with my mental I know that that really helps with my mental health so it's been a good week I'm just really finding my feet um but yeah I hope you guys have had a good week I hope you're feeling good I hope you're feeling well um yesterday I went to Australia Zoo so it's Steve Irwin Zoo I don't know if you guys remember Steve Irwin he was a crocodile hunter and I actually loved him when I was younger and I remember when he passed away he was stung by a stingray um so I went to his zoo yesterday and I had goosebumps as we was going in because I was like oh my gosh like I don't know it's just like a big memorial for him and I was like it I know it might sound a bit morbid, but at least he died doing something that he loved and he definitely did. And then we went and watched the crocodile show, which is on like midway through the day. And we were sat waiting and watching it. And I was just like researching a bit about him and how he passed. And like, I was just reading about it and he was actually filming Ocean's Deadliest, the, his series. And his wife actually said that she knows 100%, although it's quite morbid, that he definitely would have appreciated the way that he passed and the fact that it was filmed. They never aired it, and I completely respect that. Um, but it's just really nice because he lived doing his passion, and Australia Zoo is huge, and it's so beautiful. And then when we was watching the Crocodile Show, they were showing clips, and he said at the beginning of one of the clips, like, saving animals and helping animals and helping save the planet is my passion and it's my mission and it's why I've been put on the earth I'm I'm put here to help as many animals and help the planet as much as I can and I do think that when you have a passion in life it really helps you to feel fulfilled and energized and it gives you a reason to wake up in the morning like when I had Ziggy before I had him, I didn't really feel like I had much reason to get up in the morning. Like my cat, Ziggy's my cat if you've not listened before. Um, I didn't feel like I had a reason to get up in the morning. Then when I got him, it was really nice because it gave me like a purpose. I had someone to wake up. I know I obviously did have someone to wake up like myself and life, but I didn't feel like I did. But when I had him, it made me feel like it, he really just filled a little hole in my heart. Um, 
and like when some people become parents it feels like it gives them purpose and passion and I was reading a book as well and it said about a, a, a man whose wife had passed away and he said he feels like his life has no point anymore um so I just feel so pointless and I feel so worthless and then the the guy who he was speaking to said, and how do you think your wife would feel if she, if you were the first one to pass away? And he was like, she would feel terrible, like she would be distraught. And he said, well, maybe your purpose in life is to have been with her throughout her life. And now you get to make the best of your life that she's not here and she's not the one suffering without you. And it really changed his perspective on things so I think it is really good to find your p- purpose in life and I think we can have multiple different purposes throughout our life and I think that it doesn't have to be something major and it doesn't have to be something huge I think it can just be something that does bring you joy and makes you feel good and I heard as well a story before of a dog who used to love in the in the morning he'd go to the back door and he'd be waiting at the door like, wagging his tail to go outside and chase all the snakes in the garden like there were snakes on the wall and he used to love it and you'd open the door and he'd go out and that was his purpose to go out and chase the snakes so that dog was excited each morning to go out and do that and I think that if you wake up each day and you don't feel like you have got something or you don't really have much aim or you feel quite lost or worthless I feel like it is really beneficial to try and find a purpose no matter what it is no matter how big or small um so I just thought oh maybe this week I'll do this week's episode on finding your purpose like I said I do think that you can have multiple different purposes I don't think it has to just be one set purpose I think like I said you can you can have a few and there are some different things that you can do to try and figure out what your purpose is in life. Um, so one of the things is all about as well doing things and trial and error and having fun with what you're doing and just making your way through. Um, so passions are a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement about doing something Passions are often something that you love to do constantly. Traveling, for example, is a good example of passion. Um, Sometimes passion can be something that we love doing for work, but sometimes it can just be something that we feel excited or enthusiastic about. Um, So some of the things that you can do to help find your passions in life. I think I've been saying purpose, haven't I? Yeah, but passion and purpose, I think I think they are quite similar things, just things that you're passionate about. I think as well, everyone does have a purpose. I think even if it's to support your loved ones or, I don't know, just work on being the best version of you that you can be. And everyone's got different ones. And like I said, you can have multiple different ones in your life. Um, so to find your passion, you can write a list out of lots of different things that you love and then work through doing those things and commit to yourself that you're going to do them Um, and you can create a personal vision statement so write out exactly how you want to be in your life personally and professionally and just try to make it as clear as you can and then once you've got that vision statement it can then help you to figure out what your passions are it's really good as well to uncover your values so your personal values are the things that you regard as important for underlying the way that you like to work and live Um, your values can determine your personal goals and priorities and they can often act as an indicator of whether or not the life that you're on and the career path are going to turn out the way that you want them to Um, I will be honest guys so I did actually do some research online about finding your passion and it says about finding your true north which is about getting more clear on your core values and the concept 
concept of finding your true north is about discovering what motivates you. So what type of impact or goal compels you to want to do it? What makes you feel complete and present as if you're doing what you're made to do? Finding your true north is what some people might describe about discovering who you really are, your authentic or your whole self. Your true north is where you meet, where your values and beliefs and sense of purpose meet. Um, the next thing it says on the list to do is make a list of things that you love. So whatever that could be, it's good to have the self-knowledge and self-awareness and it's an important step on the journey to discovering your passions. Um, and then the next is to assess the things that you don't love. So it's important to know the things that you do love to do and the things that you don't love to do. It's just important, just as important to know what you don't as much as what you do. Hello, sorry, um, my roommate just asked if she, she want, I wanted her to wash my towels. Um, number six on the list is to acknowledge your strengths and achievements. Uh, it says to discover, discover your authentic self is important to acknowledge your strengths and achievements. Um, people obviously think that their biggest personal strengths are the things that come naturally to them. Um, but once you realise this, you'll find even more reasons to achieve and accomplish bigger things. Next one is practice journaling. So journaling may sound like a topic that's not really much do, to do with finding our passions, but the truth is it really helps us to track our progress and our personal growth. Writing in a journal can give us a platform to uncover what we really love and we can pinpoint what we are passionate about with any judgment or limiting beliefs from others. Then embrace a mindful practice. So mindfulness means embracing the life in the moment, that's something that I've really been working on this week about just being present and not thinking too far ahead. I think I actually even mentioned that in last week's episode, but it also means embracing the wellness and being aware of everything you feel and experience all without judgment, overthinking or interpretation. Mindfulness teaches us that we already know our passions and we it's only that we need a vehicle to make conscious contact with that knowledge. Embracing a mindfulness practice helps us tune in more closely to our inner guide and this often becomes the best way to allow our true feelings and desires to rise into our conscious minds. Next point it says seek guidance from a coach. When looking to find your passion a coach can be a valuable aid. For example a career coach that has been trained in helping people find their passions in life and work. Career help coaches can help shed the burden of external pressure working from the outside in. And then it says to round yourself with similar <laughs> surround yourself with people with similar passions. So they do people do say that you are the five people who you hang around with most. So I think it is important to feel inspired by those people and confident and secure and uplifted. And when you find those qualities that you love your passions, when you find people with similar passions, it can make you feel more aligned and more inspired and help you on the right track. Um, I did also have a little look on Tony Robbins' website about finding your purpose. And he has quite a few points. Um, I will just read the headlines of what they say. Um, I can add the link in the show notes if you want to have a look yourself. Um, but it says to search inward and put purpose before goals. Number three, focus on what you have. Number four, take ownership of your life. Number five, think about what brings you joy. Number six, develop your own life vision statement. Number seven is discover your true needs. Number eight is write out your story. Number nine, take time for yourself. Number 10, embrace acceptance. Number 11, find your community. 
number 12, be flexible. Um, I'll read into the detail of the be flexible. It says, one of the hardest parts of learning how to find your purpose is letting go of old identities that no longer serve us. Yeah, it's something that must be done. Your purpose is also likely to grow and change as you grow and change. You must be willing to be flexible and listen to your innermost wants and needs. Finding your purpose is a lifelong journey. Being flexible lets you grow integrity while being true to yourself. When you develop your core values and stop seeking external affirmation, you'll find the question of what is my purpose in life is much easier to answer. I feel like finding your purpose and finding your passions are quite similar things, but I do think that they're definitely really helpful to figure out and just have fun on the journey. We're here to have fun, we're here to enjoy it and you can have more than one in your life and I think when you are feeling a little bit lost and a little bit overwhelmed or anxious or whatever just sit down and take some time for yourself just write out everything that's going on in your head have a real brain dump I think as well sometimes when you write something out you see it from the outside of the jar instead of the inside of the jar it helps you to understand it a bit better it can help you to just get out of your head and then to really process it and move past it um I was gonna say something else as well I think as well just remind yourself that you're at this certain point on your journey and you've you've come this far and you've everything's happened for a reason and I think even if you are feeling really lost then sometimes the biggest breakdowns can have the best breakthroughs and sometimes you just need that little reset sometimes you just need that wake-up call to be like hang on I've actually got to start doing something now because I can't just keep flowing through like this it doesn't make me feel good I feel quite rubbish and don't be hard on yourself just observe everything that pops up with no judgment um, if you are really struggling, don't be afraid to reach out and get help from someone. And But you also need to help yourself as well. If you're just doing the same things over and over, nothing's going to change. You can't expect something to change unless something changes. So start introducing some things that make me, may make you feel good, even if it is whatever for you. Even if you think, okay, I'll start with eating better. That might make me feel better. And just introduce different things. You could find passion in cooking. And you really it's really nice to get into a state of flow with something. And flow is when you can just do something for ages and you just lose track of time. So even if you're like, you know what, I'm going to start painting. I want to do some painting or I want to create, go do pottery, cre- creating or making pottery or whatever it may be for you. Just have fun with it. Find some things that you love to do. And then just commit to yourself that you're going to do them however often and however often it works for you. But yeah, if if you are in a a little bit of a rut and you do feel a bit lost, try to put some structure in and try to put some stability in and try to just have fun. And I really recommend journaling as well. Honestly, it is so helpful when you've got so much in your mind that just runs around and around. Um, It's really helpful to write it all out and and get it all on the page. Um, Yeah, but like I said, yeah I am I think I'm gonna stop the podcast I was just about to say um I've had a real good week it was real nice to see this the Steve Irwin zoo yesterday I feel like it was really nice to see how passionate he was about things and how well the zoo has done and how he's helping all these animals and they've got the hospital there so yeah that kind of inspired me for this week's episode um I hope you have enjoyed and I will speak to you guys next week bye I think I just said thanks for listening. If I didn't, thanks for listening and I'll speak to you next week.